Hello, and welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is August 7th, and this is episode 229. I know, absolutely crazy, 220-something episodes already in the last year or two. Absolutely madness. Today, I am joined by my good friend, Jay Trades Crypto, as he's known on YouTube. Jay, as he's known in our Discord. Welcome, Sir Jesus. Nice to see you again, my friend. What's going on, buddy? Happy to be here again. It's uh, It's been a little bit since I've blessed the listeners with something more than likely bearish and end of the world, you know, but maybe maybe I don't have that to talk about today. Maybe I've got good things. We'll see. I'm, I'm here to surprise for you. <laughs> Likewise, my friend, it's nice to hear from you. Nice to have you in here for sure. We'll be going into a bit of a questionary thing in a little bit here. Of course, we're going to start off with the TA on the week. We did have our weekly closes of yesterday, so I think it's important to take a look and see what we're dealing with here. So as always, Starting off with our macro time frame outlook on the weekly chart, right as of right now, Bitcoin sitting at 29,100. We are sitting below the 29,300, 29,200 E-level resistance. We are still hitting into um, basically closing smaller term time frame candles below the support, continually showing me that it is acting as resistance. Weekly as of right now has not confirmed still. As we spoke about two weeks ago, we were still expecting maybe two to three more weeks before the actual weekly triple confirmation. That's about where we're at right now. We still see money flow flattening out. Red dot confirmed Wolfpack probably a week away from triple uh, from confirmation back down. And I do believe we have potato signal. We do. So we're just waiting for that Wolfpack, as you can see, riding right along the zero line as we speak. I would say closes on a daily basis below 28,800 should start to turn this bad boy red. See the average of the candle continue to push lower. Um, anything probably above a daily closing below 28,800 would trigger us to take a more probably aggressive step into the downside fashion. Getting into our midterm macros, we can see five day about a day away from potentially triple confirming back down. Uh, the three day, four day already TC down. And potentially four-day even closing, sorry, rather uh, three-day. Okay, so things are actually, yeah, bad news bears. We were closing below the current three-day, four-day structuring, um, and the structuring has actually gone into a much more bullish posturing. Very interesting indeed. Yeah, we continue to see signs of rejection turning back down in our two-day, one-day money flow, three-day, four-day, it's all still either turning or turned down. Continual signs of rejection uh, more than likely to come. I am looking at the next level of around 27,500 to 27,300. If we were to start breaking below 28,8 on a significant time frame basis, shorter terms as of right now, midterms, again, the overallness of everything is bearish. Any type of bounce um, up into 29,300 from here. Um, probably opportunity to then from there take that next step down. We may wick a little bit higher, basically just continually closing below $30,000 at this stage keeps us in the bearish control zone is what it would seem like. Still have room to go down in the eight hour, uh, four hour again, fighting back up a little bit, being that it's Monday 
the stock market had a pretty good pushback today as well. Still potentially looking at lower high, turning back over, and potentially TCing back down in those midterm timeframes. So yes, Bitcoin over the next day or so probably does try and still bounce um, a little bit more. As long as it seems like hourlies are closing below 29,700, probably like 29, yeah, probably like 29,700 in any term, like medium time frame, gets above 27 or 29,300. We'll be looking for that 29,7. If as long as 27, <laughs> 29,7 doesn't hold, I would probably not looking for too much. More from there, the short terms again, you know, showing a bit of strength, a bit of bullish divergence going on in the four hour, the one hour, and the 15 minute. Really, is it amounting to much? We just seem to be retesting the 15 minute moving average again. You can see clearly one, two, three rejections prior already, and then a bunch of prior rejections previous to it. Every time we've been above, it's been very quick and very quick to fall back below. So, getting above 29,150. Probably does set us up into the 29.3 to 29.7-ish hundred region. Very possible. Quite a bit of a range there. Projection from there, more than likely. Again, most of the midterm macros and the macros are continually or still turned down. So until those start to show more strength in a bullish fashion, I'm still looking at lower high projections, continuation to the downside from here. 28,600 acting as a nice take profit zone. 28,8, 28,6, nice place to be taking a little bit of profit if you've been shorting from 30. You haven't done so already. I mean, you've had three opportunities, four opportunities in that range. I'd still be looking to take a little bit there. If we start closing below, obviously we're looking for that next level, 28 uh, to 28,200 short term, medium term support, and then 27. Uh, five to seven hundred. So some pretty nice, significant downside potential still, being that the midterm timeframes, the moving averages are all pretty, pretty well below us. Most of our structures have flipped bearish. Yeah. So I just at today's price action, you know, we haven't even retested the twenty-four hour high as of yet. That's sitting at twenty-nine two sixteen. You know, we've had a good push down today, and it just seems like we're coming back up to retest into that local daily and weekend high type of uh, zone altcoins total the total one the four day this potentially uh, closes tomorrow below 1.125 as spoken about on friday um, this level is the last level of support on the 618 um, we already have four day triple confirmation to the downside as of the last candle close this one would close us below the 618 more than likely pressuring us into a more aggressive stab to the downside in that next four or five day candle. Again, you know, being Monday, seems like we're just going through uh, the steps, retesting the high, yada, yada, yada. Continuation down from here, very much more than likely than some sort of reversal bounce off this level. It could still do that. That's still open for possibility, but with everything turning down, money flow, Wolfpack, Liberator, Pretty much everything up until like the two week, the three week, even showing a doji and potentially turning back down monthly, showing signs of stopping and turning around at the monthly 618. There's just a heck of a lot of stuff saying that potentially everything still has quite a bit of a correction uh, to deal with before, you know, we've established the next higher low macro um, for the overall uptrend. 
that we are still technically in. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, I think with that being said, lastly, we'll cover the S&P. Um, again, quite a bit of a pushback today into the upside direction. Overall, market structures still not looking great, right? Our two-day, our daily, pretty hard rejections off of that 4,600-point level. Um, the S&P loves to test, 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 and test again. So I would say, I mean, as long as we're closing below 4,600 points, uh, continuation to the downside still over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, uh, more than likely from here, we may still have one more step to the upside. We can see that our three-day, our five-day, and our weekly, all of the uh, top of the fibs are sitting closer to 5,000. That would be a higher high, and that we're just rejecting off the 618. I would say finding support in the 4375 or 4225 type of deal uh, between our 0.5 and our 0.382 on the weekly would be good enough for a higher low key level support bounce and then to try and break through the 618 um essentially rounding off higher low retesting and then trying to break through we could end up just turning all this momentum that we're shifting into the downside back up especially if we find support around the first level that i spoke about 4375 4380 type of deal that would be probably the most bullish case scenario that we do try and push through retesting into the previous all-time high and then maybe spiking into the top here for some sort of last ditch blow off top um from there i'd more than likely be looking for some sort of bearish divergence on this midterm macro macro time frame find the next major rejection from there we can see volume volatility still absolutely falling off a cliff which tells me that rejecting here could be uh, more violent than I think most people are expecting. Volume still dropping off, right? Things could get sketchy when they start to pick up, depending on direction at the time. If volume starts picking up to the upside and we are falling, that's probably telling me that it will continue falling heavily. So be aware of that. The S&P looking a little shaky, still has momentum on its side. Altcoins overall really not looking good to me. I've been pretty clear with that over the last couple of weeks that I think the altcoin market right now is just too uncertain, too unstable just to really be like, you know, holding any long-term positions or jumping in at this stage. Um, a lot of these were trying to establish their macro bottom supports. If BTC is going to take a jump off a cliff, the alts are absolutely going to follow along and, and potentially even worse because we're all, all of them are sitting at key level or macro level supports. If we start pushing through all these points, um yeah yeah i mean like you can see ada broke below the low came back retested the low now resistance has since pushed back down we're potentially re-triple confirming back down on the next weekly candle close these are macros right red dot wolfpack violently rejecting off that level it could get real real sketchy for ada this is just one example of many again i'd be looking for the total three or the total one for complete confirmation of rejection off this level before we uh, decide on what's going to happen there. Yes, 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 sir. All right. Uh, I think that pretty much covers the TA for the next couple of days. Again, a little bit of bounce, more than likely continuation lower is what we're looking for here. If you're scalping, but you know, trying to maybe trying to find a bounce from 28.8 up into the mid 29s could be a potential trade. Um, just caution right now because the obvious environment 
is continually shifting down still. You may get a day or two upside, but every every buying opportunity, like every every time we've come up the last couple of weeks has been met with more or just as much sell pressure, right? I really think that big money is trying to scare retailers out or sell them in, you know, how to push them out of their hand, yada, yada, yada. All right, Jay, come on in here, my friend. I think you're going to ask some questions, um, get some clarification on some things that you were curious about. Oh, uh, no, nope, nope, changing my mind. You know, I've, I've, uh, I'm totally going the other direction, you know? No, not, not at all. Yeah. So I've, I've got a couple things in particular that I think. I don't know, might resonate with some people. And at the same time, um, just what you were talking about with the analysis you were just doing there. So just to have a little fun with this one, go back to total. You're on total, but go to the, go to the three-day. Yeah, go to that three-day on total that you're already looking at. And yeah, tell me, because people love the head and shoulders. Tell me you're not seeing a head and shoulders there potentially forming oh absolutely yeah, which so absolutely it, let's just say the classic uh pattern there that we've been doing since the start of the year in january right the start of all of it where would be a target mm-hmm. for downside let's say if that actually plays out and where do you think it would need to breach for it to play out to the downside like that um so i'm targeting probably still from this point i was targeting 10 percent from the top there from this stage, still, it's about 6% to the downside. It probably does find support along this key level support that we found the last couple times we've been around it. Um, that's about the 1 to 1.05 trillion, pretty much right in that 1 trillion level. Um, I'm thinking as key level support right now, it probably comes back up to maybe retest into the 618 level at the 1.12. And then probably looks for another 10-ish percent down from there. Pretty much right to that 1 trillion point level. Um, Head and shoulders target, though. I think that's just to break us down from the head and shoulders. The whole head and shoulders type of target. Um, Just even going off of the average, I think it's closer to 25, 20%. That pretty much brings us right down to the zero uh, fib level of around 800 and 60 855 interesting billion okay i was kind of wondering about that because i noticed that on your um screen you're showing us here you know and i was like i wonder if that's kind of the target of that anyways just popped in my head while i was watching yeah mm-hmm. it seemed really interesting okay well appreciate that anyways uh i uh i, I really needed yeah. that answered <laughs> um now here's something we, we were chatting about a little bit earlier uh earlier actually um in regards to like how Bitcoin sometimes is like tightly correlated to the equities markets and sometimes it's just not as all not at all right and uh, it's funny how that works it's like we always need to find an excuse for price action you know uh, but it's not as correlated right now obviously because it hasn't really just chugged up and up and up and up and up it's been in a stalemate for a while here um, yeah I, I'm kind of thinking the same thing if the markets like the S&P the Nasdaq if those start really falling some here after as much gains as they've had already this year, then I think that's when the correlation will actually start picking up, right? And then that's when Bitcoin will actually follow suit. And then the altcoins more than likely will follow suit on another level. So it's funny how that is. It's like, well, that must be the reason, but it seems to happen. Bitcoin becomes correlated, right? Perfectly pretty much running up with it. And then it kind of loses that correlation, but it always comes back. It always starts doing about the exact same pattern. And it hasn't been correlated for quite a while now. 
most not most of this year but i mean really it hasn't had the same kind of push and this is stock market we're talking about mm-hmm. it's not as it's not like crypto you know but it sure is acting like it so just curious your thoughts on that and if uh if you think uh, i'm kind of in the right basket here and my, my thinking or what no no 100 percent um you're in the right yeah i think your thinking is bang on um for me the way i like to think about it or look at it is that are the markets being realistic are they being rational i think it really comes down to rationality of what's happening around you you know in comparison to the stock market because like right now the s&p the nasdaq have been running for you know almost two years straight mm-hmm. right have they really should they have been running for two years straight was there real rationale rationality in that in that move mm-hmm. right like we had covid Everything shut down, production shut down, people weren't working, people were getting paid out, more social, like social taxes, essentially, you know what I mean? Because more people are just taking a paycheck to be home or whatever. It just, I don't know, is there rationality going on there? Because in Bitcoin right now, I feel like it's being very rational. It's come all the way up, you know, it did a hundred percent move from 16 to almost Mm -hmm. 32 right and and now it's and it's a key uh major resistance level 30 to 32 exactly like it is, it's the most important resist right so it's being realistic right now and i think that's why the correlation is so off right because one market's being realistic and one is not um and whenever this resets you know maybe bitcoin doesn't drop as much as the s&p if it does start really going to shit you know what i mean like i I will expect it to come down but in retrospect right like percentage wise um bitcoin you know i don't know the s p could fall back to 3500 points and bitcoin's only trading at 23 24k you know what i mean like a 30 percent dump s p and only maybe a 20 percent dump or 15 percent dump in in bitcoin you know that sounds like a fairy tale to me wouldn't that be the dream the rest (laughs) of the world's on fire and bitcoin's like nah no only up man uh, well, we, we learned in 2022 uh, that, that that's not real. <laughs> and yeah, just to add on to what you're saying. So it's a it's a funny thing. It's like once we hit 30,000 again, everyone's like, oh, we're going to hold it as support. Look at that. Yep. Oh, we're going to the moon. We're going to 40 now. There it is. Uh huh. It's like, do you not realize that during the last bull market, 30,000 was a crucial support two times? Once the beginning of run up in January, uh, when I met you and you were on YouTube. Well, I guess I didn't meet you. Uh, well, I, I met you. You didn't meet me. Yeah. <laughs> you were a guy on YouTube showing, you know, Bitcoin charts at like 40K. And I was like, this is interesting. And well, we ended up dropping down to about 29 and we held that. And then we pushed up, right? Then the summer later, we held, got back down there again, held it again and pushed up. For that to be that crucial of support in a while, that's also going to be really strong resistance. It's not like we're just going to bust through it again. Like, ugh. like people seem to expect, oh, we did it. Let's go to 40. Like, eh. Eh, I don't think it's that easy. Think about how many people. That's the whole thing. It's like, how many people bought at 30,000? Right? If they were smart, they did, you know, but then maybe they bought at 30,000 again after we went up to 69,000 all time high, right? And that's when we rejected it and then we pushed down to 15, right? So maybe there's a ton of people that bought there thinking, well, sure, we'll hold it again. And they didn't. And now they're finally break even after feeling awful for an entire what year? So they're like, I'm getting out of that. Oh, man. Oh, God. You know, so like how many people are just covering their own right, ass, right. not to mention the economy is not healthy. I don't care what anyone says. 
watch it. <laughs> I, mm. I believe what I want to believe. But the thing is, we're all the ones that live our daily lives. We can see the differences in the economy. I don't even need someone to tell me, you know. Um, but regardless, I don't know. I just think uh, this 30,000 is going to be stiffer than people expect. I would not be surprised to come down lower than we're expecting or like than most people think we can. I mean, look what we just did in 2022. We went from yeah. almost 70K down to 15, right? So you don't think it can happen, right? But yeah. to retest the lows, yeah, we did that uh, pretty much every bull market, you know, almost every, every, or at the start of every bull market. You know, we almost always retest those lows one more time, get those people, shake them out, right? The smart money's there to scoop those, scoop them up, you know, on the, at the lows, and then they rebuy in again. So Yeah, and that's just it. Like, uh, exactly nail in the head, man. There's... There's going to be all those people who, you know, are exiting at 30 because they bought way before it broke below 30, right? And potentially held it or DCA'd the whole way down. You know, they were either in profit at 30 or they were break even at 30. But at the same time, all these people that were jumping in fresh positions being up in this zone, you know, they're essentially right now, as it stands, they're buying the top, right? They're selling into other people's positions that are trying Exit to get liquidity, the right? Right. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you know, we've only since been in the zone, I would call this twice now, you know, a two test in a very short period of time in the macro, maybe even just one, because we're potentially creating bearish divergence here. This high, you know, doesn't even count. We're still trading below 30 on average on these week mm -hmm. to week type of deal, right? Yep. Like the wicks are in there. Yeah, but no, we don't have a close above. I've been saying this for it's, I think it's been six weeks, you know, we're continually turning over. Um, we haven't seen an actual confirmation close above 30 or 32. God, Bitcoin's been boring, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been oh, the it's just terrible. But see, this is, yeah, this is, this is where it all starts though, right? So one thing, technical thing, I guess that I'm seeing mm -hmm. here um, is volatility you see you see the blue bbwp right now on your label there volatility is almost yeah. all under the 10th 10 percentile extreme low on mm -hmm. the two week on the weekly the five day barely not there two day the daily the 12 hour i mean it's all there yeah, so there is something coming and my thought process here is we might get some push up just like you were saying and, and this isn't even um like you're looking at the exact numbers and all the technicals on your chart right I, and like, just my thought is, okay, let's see if we get this little push up, we get more exit liquidity, right? People think, oh, we're about 30 again. In reality, no, that's just the last little push up there. Like you're talking about maybe into the mid to upper 29s before we start actually getting this move down again and probably get down to 28. I think more than likely about low 27s is actually first target before we get a real bounce. Probably back up to 29, retest it, resistance, come down. We'll see. Yeah, it's just we're making lower highs. We're continuing to reject off the, the shorter term time frame moving averages. I could absolutely see us. You know, by the time we get up here, it's probably going to be like 29.550. By the time the average is at the 1618, that's probably where we get to. Or even maybe it shops around longer and we only get up into like 29.360. The faster it goes up here in the shorter amount of time, right, the, the harder it's going to see rejection. Just as it has each time previously. So it just seems like, yeah, one more step, potentially maybe even misses it all together. Doesn't even hit the moving average like it kind of did here, right? But maybe not even as much wick. Maybe we get within $100, $200 of it and just totally slam back down because there's just, there's no actual like good buy volume coming in. Yeah. You know, 
the shorter term timeframes are trying to turn up. This got we've got structure right now. We've got some bullish divergence going on in the hourly, um, but the daily, you know, that was a super hard fat rejection, and I just feel like we're just being squeezed because this is support below our feet, and we've got much bigger resistance right above our head. You know, so each time we try and step up, it gets slapped again, slapped again. So, yeah, I appreciate the knowledge. It's, uh, you know, I haven't been on uh, uh, this podcast in so long. You know, it's, uh, I don't even really know what I'm doing anymore. You know, it's like, am I being properly bearish? You know, am, am I keeping my expect, you're all, all of your expectations in line here? You know, and, <laughs> no, in reality, it's, yeah, I, I think the market is kind of saying it. I don't need to say it. And you uh, described it with your TA. So much appreciated. I'm happy to be on here again. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, of course, man. Happy to have you. And it's uh, it's nice to be on the same side as you uh, this time around. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you don't. Hey, when I get <laughs> bearish, like... you don't want to mess with me. You know, it's like when you don't hear from me for a while, you're like, ah, eh, markets are probably moving up. Jay's awfully quiet these days. And then as soon as it starts coming down a little bit, all of a sudden I appear. He's toiling, twisting, and mm-hmm. toiling in your. In I'm, your I'm, wares I'm deep in such. the nethers, doing my voodoo planning. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, with all that being said, as always, these episodes are brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com. If you're interested in checking that out, head over there, www.TripleConfirmation.com. We've got an automated decentralized trading bot service. It's pretty freaking sweet. We've got a lot of other stuff going on in the background. You can follow our blog, Twitter posts, LinkedIn pages. All that good stuff will be found on the website. Again, TripleConfirmation.com. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.